Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. Here we talk about weight, body image, emotional eating, and other personal development topics. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, the CEO and founder of Irresistible University and IrresistibleIcing.com. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, you're going to have to bear with me a little bit. I'm actually coming down with a cold, and you can probably hear it in my voice, so I might have to take a couple stops here and there to get some water. And um... Anyway, so I try to be a place of empowerment and inspiration and motivation for you, the listener. And this journey of confidence, body image, and emotional eating is not always a positive journey. It's not always sunshine and roses. In fact, it's one of the hardest journeys you're ever going to take. And the thing that everybody gets wrong, and I got wrong for so many years, is that it has a final destination, and it doesn't. Um, I used to always think that you know, I would just eat the right things, work out hard, you know, sacrifice going out places for, you know, a year, six months, however long it took to lose all the weight. And then I would be at the destination and that was the end of it. And that's where I got everything wrong because this journey is for the rest of your life. And you can't Let's say you're on you're specifically on this weight loss journey right now. You can't do all of the hard work thinking that you're doing it in a bubble and that when you get to your goal weight, aka your final destination, that you don't have to do anything else ever again. And that's where I used to get things wrong because I would, you know, go hard, do everything the right way, um and if I had a a slip up or I went off plan or I had a binge, I thought I was a failure and I thought that I had completely gone off the rails and so I considered myself always starting and stopping my quote-unquote diet and that's not the case because what I, and and that's kind of how I came to be um, when I formed the Irresistible You framework is I finally realized like this is a journey for the rest of my life and I may never get to my goal weight but even if I do I have to learn how to enjoy the journey and how to love myself not because I I used to think it was better if I hated myself and hated my body that that would force me to get to my destination my goal weight and that never worked Um, so that's how I came up with the things that I teach with the ears. This will you framework is you've got to find ways to enjoy the journey and love yourself in the process because hating yourself and punishing yourself, what is that doing for you? It can't be doing much. So this is a journey. And for me personally, I have struggled and been overweight since as far back as I can remember, since elementary school, really, probably even before that a little bit. Um, 
and I have always struggled with my weight. My weight has always been at the center of every issue, everything in my in my life. And I don't obsess about it the way that I used to, but it still gets to me at times. And, you know, it's, that's why I get so frustrated with doctors who just say, you know, move more, eat less. Well, it's not that simple because being overweight, yes, they say, you know, obesity is a disease, but I also believe obesity and being overweight is a symptom of something else. It's a symptom of something in your life that's not going the way you need it to go. Um, And so it's just a really complicated topic because there's, there's there's the weight, then there's the thoughts that come from being overweight and the self hating of yourself and your body image just being like in the toilet. There's there's the body image, there's the lack of confidence, the lack of self-esteem, and those things aren't just um, outward, like, vanity things. They run so deep, and they prevent you from living life to the fullest. They prevent you from creating your dream business. They create you from going after your dream career of starting a family. Like, I'm saying that because that's how it has played out for me and I've talked to so many other women that are in the same boat and there's that piece and then there's the actual the eating component you know are you an emotional eater are you a binge eater Um, and not everyone that struggles with their weight is a binge eater or an emotional eater believe it or not So for me personally, in my journey, I call myself an emotional binge eater. And another thing that we get wrong so often is that if we just fix our relationship to food, we'll fix the binging and the emotional eating and the weight will come off. And we we think that if we fix this relationship with food and we just see food as um, this gas, this fuel that fuels our body then we'll be okay. And and yeah, that's how we should be able to see food. But we also have to step back into reality of the fact that we're human beings and the fact that as such, as being human beings, we're social people. And we cannot deny that food, food is just awesome. And food is this thing that bonds us together with other humans. It's what we do to celebrate, you know, promotions and birthdays and happy times and just wanting to spend time together. It's like, hey, let's go grab something to eat and hang out. You know, it's what we do when we're sad. It's what we do to socialize with other people. It's what we do to impress and woo people when you're you know, when you're dating, what do you do? You go out to dinner. What do you do when, you know, the big CEO and the big VPs come into town? You go out to eat and have a few drinks. Food and drinks are just, it's part of our culture. It's part of who we are. And we, and so for me, like stepping back a minute, when I would go on and off and on and off these diets, 
you know, I was always going to be around these events because where I was working, there was always things happening. There was parties, there was, you know, um, you know, big brands coming into town and wanted to take you out and wine and dine you. And I remember like saying no to certain things at times, just because I felt like being there at that event, I wouldn't have any self-control. And then once I kind of go off the rails, I can't get back on. It's really hard. So where we get that wrong is we can't lose weight in a bubble. We can't go on a, a weight loss journey in a bubble because life is always going to be happening. There's always going to be, you know, company dinners, family dinners, birthday celebrations that have cake, um, you know, holidays, parties. If you work in an office, you know, it seems like it's always somebody's birthday and there's cake and everything else coming in. And so you can't do your weight loss journey in a bubble because life doesn't stop happening and you shouldn't want it to stop happening because celebrations and holidays and birthdays, those are things to really look forward to, not to be afraid of. And so you have to learn how to navigate all of these events, all of these birthdays, all of these things that happen in your life. You have to learn how to navigate them with this new lifestyle that you are implementing, right? And sometimes that's really hard. And going back to what I said at the very beginning is I like to be a place of empowerment and motivation for you. And this past week or two, maybe it's been almost the whole month, actually. I'm just not feeling that. And I wanted to just get on here and talk. I honestly didn't prepare any notes. I didn't prepare any speaking points. I just wanted to get on here and talk because that's why I love podcasting. And I wanted to talk about just how I'm feeling and what's been going on. And I and I don't want to say this stuff. I Sometimes I don't want to say it because I don't want to you know, demotivate you or make you feel some type of way. But I think going back to saying like this journey isn't always positive. This journey has ups and downs. This journey has detours. This journey has times where the car just breaks down and has to go into the shop and you have to go sit in a hotel and wait for it until you can get to your next place. And I kind of feel like that's where I'm heading. Or that's maybe that's where I've been the last few weeks is I feel like my car is in the shop and I just can't worry about it right now because I just need to go to a hotel room and watch TV and order room service and not give a crap. And, you know, I feel good about myself, my confidence. I feel really good right now. My body image is in a good place. And I think that's actually part of what I'm going to talk about um, because my eating has been a little bit out of control. And when I say out of control, that's actually a very personal term. Like you have to define for yourself what that means because for everybody it's going to look different. Um, and I had a call this past Monday. I On Mondays I talked to my Weight Watchers coach and I told her, I was like, I actually feel really silly talking to you because I don't feel like I'm a good little Weight Watcher. <laughs> um, and we have a really good relationship, so I can say these kinds of things. And I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm, I don't even know why, I, like, I don't ever want to give up my coaching because I love my coach. But I also tell her, like, I feel like I don't know why I'm here right now because I'm not doing the program the way I'm supposed to. 
And this has been hard for me, I think almost this entire year, 2018, really. Um, You know, I've lost some weight, but I've kind of just hung at the same place. (laughs) I've actually kind of just lost and gained, honestly, like the same five pounds, I feel like this entire year, it seems like. And I got really down on myself a while ago, a few months ago about that. And I had to remind myself that, okay, maybe you're gaining and losing the same five pounds and it feels like insanity because that's what, you know, um, but you're not back up, you know, 70 pounds like you were when you were pregnant or, you know, years ago at your highest weight. So like, I actually feel pretty good about that. And I know that's because of the other work that I do with Irresistible You and working on my confidence and my body image and all of that. So I know that that is what is keeping me from getting back to that place. Um, And because I don't really have this prepared, I kind of might be all over the place. So just bear with me. But it's been hard for me the past couple weeks. I'm just, I'm, and I'm, and and she asked me, she's like, well, what do you think is going on? And she kind of asked me some different questions. And I said, you know what? Honestly, I think I'm just sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of, being the girl who has to worry about her weight. I'm sick and tired of being the girl that can't day after day after day eat whatever she wants and not gain a ton of weight. And I'm telling you guys, and I'm not exaggerating, if I were to just say, F it, I'm going to eat whatever I want, I'm done watching my weight, I'm done with Weight Watchers, I'm done with the whole weight loss journey, If I were to do that, because I've done this before, if I were to do that and do this whole intuitive eating or whatever the hell, I'm not kidding you. I would put on about a hundred pounds, um, by the, by, by probably six months to a year because I just have the body type that quickly and easily gains weight. I don't know the science behind it. I know that's all science, um, you know, I, there's different body types, there's different metabolisms, there's just different ways that different bodies process, you know, food and nutrients and, and carbs and fats and all that. And my body just will quickly gain weight. My body will quickly just become flabby and blah if I'm not walking and exercising. And I know there's plenty of people that can eat what they want. That doesn't mean they're healthy, but they don't gain weight either, right? And so it's not just about the weight either because when I'm eating whatever I want, fast food and junk and and sweets and all that, I don't feel good. And I feel tired. I feel sluggish. I'm swollen. My eyes get swollen, my hands, my feet. Um, And so it's not even just about gaining the weight. It's about all the other things because that sluggish, disgusting, just feeling like a couch potato feeling that infiltrates other areas of my life that makes me not perform at my highest level. And I'm a very goal driven person. And so I just can't do that. Um, But I just told her, I said, I'm just frustrated. Like I'm just sick and tired of having to always be careful about what I eat. I'm sick and tired of like having to measure my food and track my food and, and, and worry about it. And I said, and also I'm just bored with what I'm eating. 
Like, because the thing is, guys, I, to know me is to know I despise, and I mean, I despise cooking. It makes me angry. I don't like doing it. So for me, you know, my husband's not a big, uh, he's not a, a cook either. Um, so what we like to do is we like to have like our like five to ten like go to meals every week that we alternate out because that way it's really easy. Nobody has to think about it because I don't have time and I don't find joy in being in the kitchen for hours. Like I if I have to be in the kitchen for hours, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I just don't enjoy it. And I know plenty pe- plenty of people – they actually love to cook and it actually relaxes them and I'm quite the opposite. Just give me a good old crock pot recipe and let's go. Um, I just don't enjoy it. And so I think right now um, I'm just bored also because I tend to eat the same, and I'm not kidding you, I eat the same thing for lunch, the same thing for breakfast every single day. Since I work from home, I can control what comes in and out of the house. So I eat the same things every day, right? And so that that kind of starts to get old um, after a while. And I just think I need to mix things up. So it's it's a mix of like, I need to mix things up, but I'm also just tired. And I also told her, so it's like, I need to mix things up. I'm just at a place where I'm tired of doing this, you know? And my other thing is, with my life right now, I think why it's been so hard to really give a crap about the weight loss journey is I really feel like I've just been in survival mode (laughs) this past month or so. Um, and maybe even this whole year because it's, you know, ever since I got back, actually I've been back to work two years now, um, since the baby was born, but that first year of her life, it really was survival mode. You know, I was working full time. I was doing my business on the side. And I also had a human being to take care of um, with a husband that was working. You know, there was a lot of times that he was home because he had that flexibility. But that was really hard. Um, and with me now working for myself full time, there's just a lot of pressure on me at the moment. And... There's a lot of pressure to make this thing that I'm so passionate about work, but I also have a daughter to take care of. And so I've had to like adjust my, my scheduling and, you know, my husband started a new job and things have, I just have been in survival mode. I don't know how else to say that. Um, And sometimes going back to our road trip analogy, sometimes you just have to put your car in the shop and check into a hotel and watch movies and get takeout room service. That's kind of where I've been. And, you know, with having her to take care of, having a, a not even just having a business, but I'm in the phase of my business. My business is also another baby that has to be, um, you know, coddled and and nurtured and if I want it to grow and see the next year, I have to give it so much attention. And so by the end of the day, I just can't give a shit anymore about certain things. And and it sucks because all I want to do is get the rest of this weight off. But at the same time, I must not care that much because the comfort of my bed feels so much better. Or the comfort of, you know, a piece of cake or 
a takeout or whatever, just it just feels better. Um, and so it begs the question, will I ever be over binge eating, emotional eating? And I don't, and I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that right now. Um, what I do know is it gets easier. So even though sometimes like right now, maybe I feel like I'm not doing my best. I feel like a failure with my eating. I also have to remember where I was so many years ago. And the thing about it is so many years ago, I didn't even have a name for what I was doing. And there's power in knowing there's a name and a condition and an actual disorder, a recognized medical disorder for what you're doing. It makes it it makes it not feel so secretive and it makes it feel like okay, there's hope. So, and the thing about that is too, is once you can put a name to something, you have a choice. You get to decide, you know, what you're going to do with that now. And now what I might call a, you know, a binge or, you know, I'm going off the rails or whatever. I bet you if I compare that to what I did years ago, I know it looks so different because it's not as severe. It's not as drastic and dramatic. And when I'm doing it, I'm not doing it subconsciously like I used to. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know every single thing that's going in my mouth. And I also know because I know I'm doing it, I can quickly say, okay, you either want to stay in this mode of being a binge eater and feeling like crap and waking up swollen with a stomach ache, or do you want to get back to how you know you can feel? Where in the past, I didn't know that. I just did it and did it and did it for weeks and months at a time. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at is I was doing it consciously. No, I was doing it. And it was like, okay, you know, um, it is what it is, you know, and now I I got to a place today where I'm ready to, you know, stop overeating, stop feeling that nasty, you know, stomach pain and swollen feeling. I'm done with it because I have bigger things to deal with. I have so many goals that I'm trying to accomplish. And if my mental, like, it's like I said, it's not even just about the weight because it affects my mental state and I can't be my best and I can't work at my optimal level when I'm eating like shit and not taking care of myself. So I woke up today and I was like, this is it, you know, not, I know. And and the thing is now is like, I say this is it, but I also know, okay, I'm going to get back on track today. I'm going to get to it, but I also know I'll binge again. But now I'm okay with that. Where before I would be like, oh, you're such a failure. You're such a failure. Um, Emotional eating is really hard. And when you tell yourself, I'm never again going to eat XYZ. I'm never again going to have a piece of cake. I'm never again going to order, you know, my favorite fast food or my favorite takeout. I feel like that is what sets you up for failure. Because Going cold turkey and just never, ever having certain things again, it's like that whole thing. It's going to make you want it even more. And, you know, recovering from binge eating is a very complicated process. And you've got to set boundaries with yourself about what what's acceptable and what's not. Um And I think only you can really do that. Like, you know what's going to trigger you. You know what's going to, 
you know, cause you to go into a, a binging spiral. And sometimes that's why this journey can take so long is because you've got to undo, you know, I'm undoing 30 years of habits, right? So, you know, and like for me, I would never be able to just snap myself back and say, okay, you're kind of overdoing it here. We've got to get back on track. I used to never be able to do that. Um, but that's where I'm at, you guys. Like, I just feel tired. I just feel, um, you know, I accept that I have to do this forever because it's not, it's not something I can do in a bubble. You know, I will always have to watch my portions. I will always have to really be careful around carbs and sweets and knowing that that's my weakness And not only is it my weakness, it's like once you open that door, it's like the doors that just keep opening like an Alice in Wonderland because I can't stop because that stuff is so addicting. Um, I will always need to have an active lifestyle. And so that for me has become very easy because before I saw that as just exercise and oh, it's like this dreaded hour at the gym that I have to go put in where now... Being active and going for walks and, you know, going kayaking and doing things that I actually like doing have just become part of our lifestyle, right? And going out and running around the yard with with Kat and Chewy, like that's just part of our lifestyle. Um, And so sometimes I feel like my eating is there where I just feel like it's it's very easy. Like, yep, I want the chicken. I want, you know, the salad. I want sometimes that feels very easy to me and other times right now I just couldn't care. I could not care less. Um, and that's okay. It's okay. And, and I think also it's because I've had a lot of pictures taken the last couple of weeks. Cause you know, I told you October is like that month for us. And I look at the pictures and I don't hate myself. I look at the pictures and I'm like, okay, sure. I look pretty good. And I can't believe I look like that when I feel like I've been eating like, you know, an out of control bear or something. Um, (laughs) So this, like I said, this journey is complicated because there's the eating, there's the weight, and then there's all the mental feelings and the mindset that comes with all of that. And so sometimes, and maybe I'm in this season where you're really working hard on your mindset and your confidence And then other seasons, you can focus more on your habits around the way that you eat, right? And so it's just a complicated thing. And so if you're going through it and you're feeling some type of way, just know that I understand and I get it. Um, And I know how it feels. I know exactly how it feels because it's not easy. You know, there's days where you're going to feel like, man, I got this. And then you just hit a wall and you're like, this is so effing hard and I'm tired of it. You know, but my coach, she brought me back. She's like, well, what's your why? What's what happens if you keep going the way that you're going with your food? And I said, well, the thing that happens is I will gain a ton of weight. And because of that weight, put on top of the way the food makes me feel, I will go back to that very, very, very dark place where I don't even want to live anymore. 
and I won't want to go anywhere and I won't want to do anything and I just won't even want really to live. And that was a scary, terrifying place to be in and I don't ever want to go back. And she's like, okay, well, that's what you hang on to is not knowing that you can, you, you potentially could be eating yourself back into that place. And I refuse to go there again. Um, so, you know, you got to figure out your why. What is your why? Because now, you know, I also have someone else to worry about. I have a little girl to, that looks up to me, that idolizes everything that I do, and I want to be here for her, and I want to do things with her, and I want, you know, I love, I love hanging out and spending time with her, and I can't allow depression to take over my life and take that away from her. So you've got to find your why and you've got to find what makes this fun for you because, and you've got to do it in a way that doesn't feel like torture, that doesn't feel like you're punishing yourself, right? And I guess that's also why Weight Watchers always worked for me because I never felt like I was being punished with the way that I had to eat. But sometimes it just gets old. Like I just... I just want to be able to eat what I want and and honestly lose the weight at the same time. And that's just not realistic and that's not going to happen. So you know what? I had to put my car in the shop. I had to go check into a bougie hotel and get my room service. And now I'm good. I'm going to check out of the hotel. I'm getting back in the car and I'm going to keep on trucking on this journey because it matters to me. It's important. Um, I know that this journey makes me live and feel at my like highest, my highest level. Um, And when I'm eating well, I'm living active and I'm feeling good about myself on the inside. That's when I feel the most irresistible and Life is too short for me to get in my feelings and not live the irresistible life that I that I want to live. And so for you too, my friend, um, you know, if you're in that rut, sometimes you got to stay in the rut for a little bit. But if you know you're in the rut, I feel like that's the difference is when you know you're in the rut versus when you're just going through the motions and you don't realize it right? So figure out your big why. I know I say that a lot, but it's so important because when you can picture, like when I picture myself so many years ago, not wanting to go on, feeling like so gross and hating myself and feeling miserable and isolating myself. When I think back to that, it just makes me, ugh, it get, I just, I hated that, that time period. Um, and I've been through it more than once believe it or not, and I don't want to do it again. I, I can't afford to go there again. I just, I have too much at stake. So figure out that why for you. And then also visualize your future. You know, visualize where you can be. And also at some point in this, if you're having those feelings that I'm having, you've got to accept, just accept that, this is where you're at. This is who you are. 
and you were not blessed like like other people to be able to eat whatever you want and and not gain a significant amount of weight and even if you don't gain weight from eating what you want and you're a binge eater because that believe it or not that exists (laughs) um but even if you're a binge eater who doesn't necessarily gain the weight i know for a fact how miserable you feel how your mental state is just in a really bad yucky muddy place because eating that much and that type of food it gives you brain fog and it really changes your mood so regardless of the weight if you're binge eating you can't feel good it just doesn't feel good um and you know know that this is just where you're at and then you now have a choice of of what you get to do and I'll tell you real quick, um, if you're a binge eater, I know that you understand this. There's this, when I know that I'm kind of going out of control, I purposely want to make myself sick. Not throwing up sick, but like I want to eat so much that I feel like horrible about it because sometimes I feel like that's the only way to start over. Um, I know that might sound really weird to some people like, oh my God, why would you say that? But if you're a binge eater, I know that you get that. And I did that the other night. I went to an event and I ate, I ate there and I actually ate really healthy because I wanted to, not because I was trying to like look a certain way in front of other people. And when I left the event, I was actually hungry. And if you're a binge eater, I know you get that too, because it's like, when you actually feel hunger, it's like unheard of because you're always eating. You're always like thinking about food. So to feel real hunger, it was like, holy crap. I was like, I'm actually hungry. Um, and because I knew I had been binging pretty much the whole day and I wanted to start fresh the next day, I was like, well, nothing like going to McDonald's, right? So I pulled in, pulled on into that drive through um, and got the two cheeseburger meal combo. So I'm already ordering two cheeseburgers and a fry. But that's not enough. I also had to get myself a McChicken. And I ate the McChicken. And I ate this in the car driving home. Because there's also this thing year where I love eating in the car. I, I, I guess it's like, an, I don't know what that is. That's just so weird. I'm I'm sharing everything with you guys today. <laughs> um, So I ate the McChicken. At the same time, I'm like throwing fries in my mouth in between lights, stoplights, and finished that one, took out the next cheeseburger, finished that guy, uh, took out the second cheeseburger, and I could only eat about half of that one, and I had to stop um, because my stomach hurt. I felt sick. I just felt disgusting. And then after consuming so much grease and fat and processed garbage, I went to bed. I could not sleep. My stomach hurt. I felt nasty. I woke up the next day um, just in that fog with the head. It's like they call it a binge eater's hangover. And it's really true. It, It feels like a hangover. My under eyes are swollen. My finger, my rings can barely get on. Um, but it's like, I wanted that. I wanted to feel that gross, and I know that's still something I have to work on um, because I know that'll happen again the, the next down the road. But as a binge eater, I know you understand it. I know you get it. And sometimes we do that to ourselves. I don't know. 
And there's also a scarcity mindset of like, okay, if I'm going to get back on track, I'm not going to be able to eat all this stuff. So I better get it all in while I can. And that's not true. You can eat this stuff, but you have to learn moderation. And when I'm really in the zone and I'm really, you know, on plan, I can do those things in moderation without wanting more. Because, you know, you always want more. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because it's raw and it's real and it's the things that happen. And again, it's a complicated journey. But if you want this and you want to feel good about yourself and lose weight and have confidence and love your body, this package is this whole big, this, this journey is like one big package of all these different components. And so there's a lot here, you guys, there's a lot to work on. And I know that, and I know it's complicated and I totally get it, but you can do it. Um, you have the tools in you to be able to do this. And you just have to know that honestly, you're probably the only thing stopping you from going forward. Cause I know that I am. And, um, yeah, so I know this was a long episode. I don't normally do them this long, but I just wanted to get on here and chat and talk and, and keep it real like always. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, um, and you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you are subscribed. And if you would, if you would, I'd love you. If you can leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be amazing. I would love you for that. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap things up here. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at irresistible icing. I live in Instagram. That's probably where I'm at the most online. I share a lot of things on my stories every single day. So I would love if you could follow me there and we'll make a connection on Instagram. So, um, and also make sure if you're posting things on about your journey and your pictures and everything like that, make sure to hashtag them irresistible you hashtag irresistible you Y O U. Um, so that way I can see what you're up to and we can all connect with each other. So Again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging with me. And I will catch you on the next one. Stay irresistible. Bye.